Hello everybody, this is Paul Miller, and you're listening to the Tuna Town Talks podcast, located in Venice, Louisiana, the fishing capital of the world. Alrighty guys, welcome to another episode of Tuna Town Talks. This is Captain Paul Miller here, and I'm here today in Charleston, South Carolina, at the Freeman Boatworks factory, and I'm here today with the VP, Scott Cothran. Say hey to everybody, Scott. What's going on? <laughs> so, uh... This is really cool, man. I really appreciate you uh, showing me around the facility and everything. This is, like, giant. You guys got a ton of boats. What, do you guys make, like, 8 to 12 boats a month out of here? Yeah, that's the goal. We're trying to you know, build up. The demand has been insane for the product. Uh, really, <laughs> part of you guys doing so down there, catching all those fish and doing so much as you have in, in Venice. And uh, it's definitely spreading around not only the country, but even starting to get around the world a bit. And uh, it's been an awesome, awesome experience. Yeah. Um, being yeah, being part of it and watching it grow and watch the passion for everybody. Yeah, so that's one of my first questions. So, like, how long have you been involved with Freeman Boatworks? Ten years. The company started 15 years ago, actually. Um, Billy. Really? Yep. <laughs> that's really, crazy how big you guys have gotten in 10 years. I know. It's wild. I know Billy probably started in his garage by himself and then added a couple. And then I, I came along, and um, I think my first day I was the 22nd employee or something like that and walked in and said, uh, so where do you want me to sit? And he's like, I don't know. So he's like, so, well, can I get a desk? And he threw me the credit card and said, don't spend too much money and go go to Staples and build yourself a desk. So that was my first day at work. Um, <laughs> you had to go build, build yeah, yourself a desk. Yeah, I had to build desk, my desk huh? my first day. So, yeah. Wow. But it's been cool. He, he's been hands-on since day one and stays that way. And um, it's, you know, it's been cool to watch the uh, the progression go from 22 to, you know. So 2012 is when you guys started then. Huh? Seven. 2007. Yeah, 15. Okay. 15, okay, 15, 15 years, years. Yeah, 15 yeah. years, and so, wow. they, um, it, you know, it's really started snowballing after it kind of got some attention, and we spent so much time just trying to get people to ride on the boat. Everybody thought that catamarans were dumb, and they had all these bad handling attributes, and it really was a struggle. Just let me take you on a boat ride, please. And um, everybody thought there was some string attached, and it never was. It just, just experience it, and once you do, it'll all make sense, but... uh it's been now. It's been almost the other way around, and everybody thinks that all catamarans should perform like our boats do. Anyway, no, that's definitely uh, that's definitely true because like whenever somebody gets it in their mind that something's better, it's it's so hard to change that about right. certain things. You know, it's like going against it. But I mean, Freeman, I mean, has built a catamaran that looks well, performs better than just about anything out there, and center console wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a. It was funny that uh, we in the early days you get a call and say, "Well, all my experiences on a, a catamaran or on you know I'm not don't want to throw too many competitor stuff, but just you know this brand of a boat." And I looked at Billy one day. I said, "Do you think we'll ever be the reference in the catamaran world?" And he said, <laughs> "Do you think we'll ever be the reference in the center console world?" And I was like, "That's a big step, but hey, you know maybe." And I'm not. I don't know if they're <laughs> there yet, but that does seem to be our name does come That's up a lot. That's crazy. No, it is. No, talking you, it's crazy to, to to know that you guys have built a company and you started out kind of like you know like you said in the in the backyard of Billy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. So, um, and like how like how many employees you guys were like 26, and now how many employees do you? Yeah, it was started with one or two, obviously, and then right, I think right. we're we're pushing 150 to 170, and um. You know, where there is there is no break involved. We're we're growing as hard as we possibly can and growing and trying to keep up with the market demand and um yeah, there there's questions of the downturn but uh, of fortunately we haven't seen too much. Our customers seem to be super excited about the product and we're still going full steam ahead. I mean, you guys are building a, a 47-foot, you know, that's the biggest one you guys build now. I mean, that's mm-hmm. an incredible boat. I mean, I've been on one and it's 
it's insane. Do you think that there's any cap to where the how big the center console is going to be? They keep building bigger outboards. Um, <laughs> yeah, they started with the 600. Yeah, and Mercury yeah came so out Mercury's with. got a 600 now, and uh, we've done a 37 with twin 600s, and actually it performs very well. It's a bunch of new technology, and that thing, a two-speed transmission and a lower unit, the only thing that turns. And, you know, it, it's been fun working with Mercury and the other outboard guys over the years. Um, you know, we they build a bigger boat, bigger horsepower, and we build bigger boats around it and to kind of keep it all growing together. And uh, it's been been quite fun you know you you the advantage of the center consoles and especially in the gulf of mexico is you can kind of the run and gun mentality if they're not at this rig let's run the next one and it's not super fuel you know you're not spending huge amounts of money to do that and pick up and move from spot to spot and obviously you can do it very very quickly in, in our right. platform so yeah you know running from spot to spot it's and and knowing that your bait's going to be alive when you get there you know you guys I, we've talked about it several times in this podcast but Jordan even said it best is one of the things that separated Freeman a lot from most people didn't even realize it or maybe they did was how how much better y'all's live wells perform than than some of the other competitors it's one thing to have live bait when you get to your spot but like live bait that swims away from the boat whenever you put it in the water right, is a right. different thing you know and it, that's the difference in bites most of the time sure. so and and obviously our the the well, it was born in Charleston but kind of the teeth were cutting <laughs> down in Venice and yeah there's obviously a long long history of us there and uh, there's been a, a lot of feedback, and if you really look at kind of vote the, how the boats evolved over the years, it's very much Venice input. You know, we have. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what was like, you know, how how impactful has you know having those boats down in Venice been for building, you know, uh, the brand of Freeman? Uh, it's huge, and and I think one of the maybe parts of our success is we we went down and knew if we could prove that the hull would work, that we could add the bells and whistles later. It seems like a lot of other companies kind of go the other way with it, but. If we can make it work in the harshest, the, the harshest center console environment there is, as far as the days they got, you guys go more than, I think yeah. the average recreational saltwater boat's like 130 to 150 hours a year. And wow. You guys are doing 1,300. You're in 10 years yeah. of usage in one single year, so you learn a lot about what's going to work, what's gonna not going to work. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of reps that happen. I always talk about that too. Is Venice is somewhere, whenever it even comes down to your tackle. You know, you're getting so many reps and so, so long distances and all that stuff. It it really does put your gear to the test, and you see what's going to break and yeah. what's not. You know? And and being down there with that crowd, you know, there's it's being the no frills crowd. There's not many punches held. They tell you pretty quickly what they think and what they don't think. And sometimes you don't want to hear it, but at the end of the day, you can't argue with it. You know, right. hey, it is this it worked is. better, and <laughs> this didn't work better. And understanding the live bait game and you take it for granted. And the last time we went down, we uh showed up at a rig with four live wells with over 50 gallons per well so you know, we had tons and tons of bait <laughs> and it made all the difference that day you know it was yeah you guys were just in venice like yeah, two weeks ago. yeah yeah that was that was fun to kind of <laughs> sneak out and get down and, and hang out for a little bit and you guys really, did pretty well huh yeah yeah i mean we, you know it's clearly the anglers had nothing to do with what captain wells and, <laughs> and jordan all those did it was nice to kind of be sit back and, and get, get catered to because those guys had it dialed in it was just more of the let me get out the way all right here reel this one in <laughs> But um, they make it look way, way easier than it really is because I've been on the other side of it. But it, it, it was fun. I think the uh, got some good drone shot it. I need to send over to you. Those fish blowing up behind it. And, oh, really? You guys yeah. got on the cameras and stuff? Oh, yeah. If you cool. can't get excited watching a yellowfin blow, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. It's something cool, too, because, like, you guys are able to, you know, with the recirculating live wells, catch bait the night before. So you show up to the mm -hmm. spot. You don't have to stop and get bait. And, I mean, that's a, that's a serious advantage in Venice. You know, there's not – I don't think there's I don't I don't know of any boats that do it as well but 
um, being able to keep that boat bait overnight is something that you can't really do that often in Venice, you mm-hmm. know, and other places you can keep your bait, you know, in right, a lot right. of well at the dock or whatever, but we don't have that luxury until, you know, you guys got the research. I'm still wondering when they're going to have bait boats like they do in Florida sitting in the mouth of the pass, just getting <laughs> out. Pokies. Everybody but says that, man. I think it would ruin it. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> Make it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I remember years ago in our old boat, I tried to follow Kevin Beach around one day and I could not keep up with him. We were getting our teeth beat in and I was just like, all right, this isn't fair. <laughs> Maybe Kevin's not such a great fisher. Maybe his boat's just better. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, how long, um, let's see, I got another question here. Do you have any idea how many of these boats you guys have sold? There's, and I got a weird, weird celebrating 15 years and just over 500 boats on the water. Um, but it, obviously the way we're producing things will be to a thousand pretty quickly. Uh, is, is so the production has ramped yeah, yeah, up every gone, year. Huh? Yeah. Up and up and up and up. And people ask about that. Yes, we do have a. A bit of a lengthy lead time on the boat, but it's because of the market. You know, man, it seems like every time we deliver one, we got two more guys that are excited about getting one and everything else. So, you know, really, really looking forward to that. We've grown with it and tried to tried to keep up. And like I said earlier, it's there hasn't been a hey. Once we get here, we're going to stop. It's a hey. We're excited about the product. We're excited about everybody's interest in it. Yeah. And you know, the, what's the, that buying buying process looked like? Like if I were to come in today and say I needed, you know, I wanted to buy a, a Freeman. You, yeah. you guys got a lengthy wait. Like, how long does it does well, it take to get one? Yeah, and it all it all depends on which model. But normally, and it it really the old days of it had to kind of beg you to come in the door and just ride on it so I could prove it to you. But now we've kind of got enough of the boats out there, and a lot of people have experienced it. Um, and you know, our reputation, unfortunately, has been been pretty good with uh, these sort of things. But typically, phone call goes of Hey, come down and let me take you on a facility visit. Let me take you on a sea trial. And it kind of solidifies that everything you've heard, everything you've seen, and coming in our new facility, you know, it's, it, it it finally feels right here. We were and we've been renting two other facilities over the years, and finally have a place that's really our home, something we built built around how we wanted to manufacture. Um, and the guys out here take a lot of pride in it. Everybody before the end of the day cleans up after themselves, and um, you know that that that's kind of speaks to the quality of what we're doing, and so. Get people in here. The facility helps explain the quality we're putting in the boat. And then going out in Charleston, running across the harbor and running offshore a bit and showing how the boat performs. And I always do every single, all the cats of quartering, following, beam sees that cats of the past have had a bad rep for us. We always, hey, we're going to focus on those areas because when you get off the boat with me, I don't want you to ever say, oh, the sales guy wouldn't show me this. Uh-uh. I won't show you anything. You want to go faster? Let's go faster. You want to go slower? and go slower. You want to find rougher water? Let's go find rougher water. I don't have anything to hide. I want to, I don't want you to experience anything. Yeah, those but, boats do sell themselves. It's no, very, don't tell Billy that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's job security. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so no, it's um, it's cool. But again, getting the experience and get to see the thing, and then typically at that point, people are you know, hey, I I, I understand it. You answered my questions, and then there's just that that wait process that comes into play, and uh, and we're working on that. A lot of we got a lot of guys that most everything want the new latest and greatest every two years. So we got guys that every one or two or three years get a new boat. So there's a little bit of a used, actually I'm going to say used, pre-owned market out there now. And we can connect new buyers while they're waiting on their brand new boat to come online. And I, you know, we encourage that because you kind of get to learn from how someone else kind of built the boat, what are the little tweaks you'd like to make and how what better works for you. And it, it's a lot more educated, easier, honestly, the easier build process for us. Cause yeah, they that, know what they want. Right, yeah, right, right. And they, they, I've, I've, bought a, two boats now and it's that's the hardest thing is 
for one, deciding what I want, but then telling the, <laughs> the people right, what right, you right, want. Right, you know, right, Because you don't know exactly what you want either. So Yeah. And you get, you know, obviously being in the Freeman, then you get some of the other guys of, hey, my other boat did this, other did that, and you kind of have to explain, well, this is our thought process. And, and I'm not saying that we don't run into, well, that is a good idea. We never thought about it. But there is a level of the educating process of, well, my other boat had to have this. It's like, well, try using it this way and kind of explaining around those things. And we, hey, use you guys as a tool down there to go fishing on one for a day. Yeah, See yeah. how it's, how they're using yeah, it. it. It definitely does. I mean, it works. You get people all the time. I talk to them, and they, mm-hmm. they'll tell you straight up, you know, like, yeah, I'm getting a boat, or I'm getting a Freeman, or I want to get one. Sure, sure. And it, they book a trip and, and come check it out. So it's definitely a cool part. Yeah, and, and, and guys, that, that social media following they have is, is really, really cool. And um, Miles Lee that used to work here and I kind of started that, and it wasn't on purpose. It really wasn't. It was just – we one of the coolest I have one of the coolest jobs in the world because it's like Christmas Day when people pick up their boat. It's this <laughs> giant toy they've waited so long to get, and you see the excitement and you know the what we do it all for is that first trip of went out and it was rough and we caught fish and the family had a great time and my buddies love the boat. You know that's that's what yeah. we thrive off of and so we you know our social media building was hey let's just tell everybody's story and you know here goes his first day out and this is what they caught and this is what they did and it gets everybody excited and it's an or- organic growth and it's not. Yeah, we're yeah. not it's spending like a bunch of money. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. true stuff. Yeah, that's got to be an insane feeling to be able to like deliver. I mean, you guys are basically the Ferrari of center consoles, and and you get to deliver that to somebody and get to see their face. I mean, I, right. I can only imagine that's that's got to look somewhat like when somebody catches their biggest fish. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> I cut up that years ago. We would go to the boat shows and have a guy to just be head over heels for the boat, send us a deposit, and like three days later get back. It's like, man. I don't know, and this is worrying me. And it's like, I don't know, this may not be the best boat for me. I said, I know what happened. You talked to one of your buddies when you got home, and he told you everything you saw was was a farce. Yeah. He's yeah. like, well, you know, Jimmy's been fishing for years. I was like, okay, well, do me a favor. Bring Jimmy with you. You don't want to deal with Jimmy. Jimmy's a jerk, and he's going to be mean to you. No, he's not. Bring Jimmy with you. Come down, and if Jimmy doesn't agree with you, I will we'll refund the deposit. You're, you know. Right, and more right. times than not, Jimmy buys a boat when he leaves. And he's like, I told you. Yeah, so, anyway. But, that's funny. But you that's, guys have done a, a couple like custom builds too. Like I know, hmm. like uh, that Jimmy Buffett boat. I mean, that thing's pretty cool, huh? You guys. Yeah, that was. I mean, <laughs> I've what, seen the post, but I mean, I yeah, would yeah. like to hear like more about it. So that was a fun one. The uh, the story on that, and I know that that Vinny, Jimmy's captain, told it a thousand times, and it was pretty wild. Is when when they came on to us was when a lot of these other companies were trying to realize that maybe that we had something cool with the cat world, and we're starting to compete against and start building, you know, the monohull guys started to try to get in the, into the cat world. And Vinny calls and starts asking these, like, real deliberate questions about stuff. And I, I mean, honestly thought that he was fishing for information and kind of maybe blew him off a little bit. And he kept calling and asking these, you know, build processes. And like, dude, that's that's not normal questions. You know, who is this guy? And so it was a little more standoffish with him than I guess it should have been. And he kept telling me he had this boss, but he couldn't tell me what the boss's name was. And, you know, you like, come on. So anyway, he finally, one of our captains down in Florida is like, dude, you've got to stop. You've got to talk to Vinny because this guy's like Jimmy Buffett's captain. I was like, oh, now this makes sense. <laughs> but um, that was a, it was actually a super cool build. You know, those guys are very educated and he's been doing it forever. And um, his captain. Yeah. Well, yeah. Vinny has, but, but Jimmy Buffett's, you know, has been boating yeah, he's been he's been a whole career. Off, building, yeah. yeah. Yachts and, and stuff. Yeah. And so they came down and were super cool about it. And they, um, similar story they ended up wanted the pallet house because he wanted to be able to get out of the elements and they do a lot of fishing in montauk and uh they bought 
they the only 33 that we did and there was a similar story of didn't want to identify who it was and yada 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 he showed up that that, that guy's house and Vinny's like here's my boss Jimmy hey Jimmy what's up and sold him the boat and everything else and guy gets home that night and said his wife said who would you meet today so Vinny and his boss Jimmy well what does Jimmy do? I was at home tell or something. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's kind of weird. And so he texted Vinny the next morning. He goes, what does your boss do? And he's like, you never heard of Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> he's like, so it was the most embarrassing day of his life. He spent two hours with Jimmy Buffett and then he realized he was sitting with. So uh, anyway, <laughs> but they came in, they built the boat. We worked with Merritt on it. Um, those guys at Merritt did a phenomenal job. Obviously, they specialize in the, the they house They built the, 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 house, the right? housing of it and everything. Wow. Yeah, and they're... Uh, Looking back, some of the cool things they did of they optimized every square inch of that boat, every little spot. You open this little drawer and it's got four little hangers in it and everything else, and so you could really? tell wow. a lot, Super a lot custom. of thought. In, yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of thought went into it. And uh, those boys had some horsepower in the industry of getting things done. That that was obviously pre-COVID when there was still a little bit of stuff to be had. But um, <laughs> Vinny was Vinny said jump, and it was amazing how many people were bouncing around how getting Vinny, things done. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to get on it, huh? Right. <laughs> So, yeah, that, it was a cool experience, and, and Jimmy was super-duper cool. He came in one day right toward the end of the build and came around and signed autographs to everybody and hung out with the employees. And there was, you know, the, the, the Parrot Head fans that got all excited about it, and a couple of our guys were like, who's that guy? I was like, y'all, y'all are too young, but um, <laughs> super-duper-duper cool experience. So um, you guys have been coming out with a lot of new boats. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, you know, you guys started with, like, what, a 29? Started with a 33. A, t- a 33. Yep. 33, the 28, 28, I think 29, 37, 42, 47, 43, and then now we're working on our our little Bay Hybrid combo. So Bay Hybrid combo, that's yeah. cool. So what's the difference in the 43? I know the 42 is like long range, super sure. big ass, badass boat. What's what's different about the 43 now? So what we found was the 42 double row seat became very, very popular, kind of in the Bahamas crowd. Yeah. Is they were looking for more of a combo option that the, the double row seats, the shade, and maybe not as a hardcore fishing platform as the Venice boat is, is, is what was, you know, was born down there. Um, but something we could run across the Bahamas and fish and come back in the same day and, and, and utilize that speed and efficiency that we have. And so we started seeing that the mark was almost separating of a double row, 42, um, wanting that side dive door for swimming at the sandbar, um, some of those things. And, and obviously taking the way that mold was all structured, it, the more we dabbled in it, realized, well, what if we built a model to more cater to that market and kind of kept the, the 42 on the hardcore fishing side and maybe the 43 address some of those new mark that you know, more comfort market. Yeah. 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 More comfort market. And so that's where it kind of was born from. And with the plan of cannibalizing some of the 42 sales and because there's so much demand on that 42 and we're pushing as hard as we can possibly go is, Hey, let's, let's grow that. And and a 42 foot boat that you can run to the Bahamas and back in the same day and, or do whatever you want to with a family. And it seems to be really enjoyable. And it's been a huge success so far. I mean, we launched it at Miami of this year and, um, a lot of guys have switched over to it, but we still have the demand for both products, and so it, it's it's been fun, and it does check a lot of boxes. That boat is super nice and a lot of shade, and and being I don't know, I used to consider myself a hardcore fisherman. I'm kind of getting old and tired, but <laughs> land, sitting in the shade's nice. Yeah, that shade is <laughs> yeah, nice, right. no and doubt. I, nothing wrong with a good beanbag nap, but sitting up front and talking to everybody and, and heckling the captain on the way out doesn't right, terribly right. either. So. Um, and, it's and so fun. then the newest is the the little boat, right? Yep. It's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a twenty eight, um, and we are we're still dabbling um, with what the final design is gonna look like. And in typical 
Billy fashion, he's going to tweak it to death and get everything just right because he doesn't like releasing anything till it's to his satisfaction. And I picked on him when we did the 42. Of I can't remember how many times we changed the 42. And every we take people on rides, and everybody's going to be worse as they get smaller. Like I that. know, but Billy, so every time harder. we took somebody else, man, this is the coolest thing ever. And Billy, nope, they need to do this, 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 this. And I was mm-hmm. like, can you just not enjoy anything? You know, <laughs> but uh, part of the madness of him is that he. Uh, that's what it takes, man. Yeah, I think I think that's, that's a, the only way to get there. Sometimes. <laughs> sure, and I always I always tell people that there's two types of people in this industry. There's boat builders trying to run a business, and there's business guys trying to build boats. <laughs> and if you can get a boat builder to build you something, it's pretty cool because they're. And, and they're all of them kind of cut from the same cloth of never satisfied, always changing, always, always changing, changing, always, always improving, changing. yeah, all that kind of stuff. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's you know, I mean, you know, there is a future to be said about the, uh, the how big the center consoles are going to be, but to get a boat that you can do a lot of different things mm-hmm. in is a, is a totally different story, and that's. I guess that's what the 28 hybrid is going to take the place of, right? For you guys want to put trolling motor, power poles, mm-hmm. be able to do all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, and, and open up that. And, you know, obviously, as a company, we want to try to cover across everything because, again, you know, we have we have no desire to to slow down and we want to get to keep, you know, taking on more and more of the stuff and growing market and that sort of thing and using what we the, the catamaran design and what we've kind of learned over the years and all of our tweaks. And it's cool kind of checking more and more boxes of stuff. And, um, you know, that being said, too, and just kind of dragging into that is is COVID was bad, really bad at first, really good. And now it's kind of a headache because of the supply chain challenges. But there's a lot of new boaters on the water now. There's a lot. The entire industry is, has just grown is huh? nuts. And it's been really cool because you got so much support. And it's a perfect place, you know, during the early parts of the pandemic. It's a perfect place to so socially distance and everything else and kind of brought families back together and you know that again that's what we really enjoy is experiencing what there's watching get dads take their kids to their first fish or yeah. their, that kind of stuff i think there's just something that's really uh like as as technology kind of takes more of our time you see people have more to the desire to go mm-hmm. ex- have real life experiences whether it, most of the time it's in nature in the water totally you know, agree with the people totally that you agree. love too right. so that's another thing is when you go on a boat ride with people mm-hmm. i always say you know there's something different to whenever you can like you meet somebody and then you go fishing with somebody right. it's totally different that's kind of why i went and caught bait with you guys yeah. the other day is because it's like no other time that you really get to get to know people you know sure <laughs> and I, I tell people all the time the number of times i've gotten on the boat with random strangers and gone out fishing for a day and you, you kind of make a, a, a life and many times a lifelong friend from that side and it's like you think about that in other social settings so you really don't do that much but fishermen and boaters as a whole are kind of wired differently you know we all kind of yeah think alike and that's been a, a cool thing about this is growing up in that world is all of our customers are like-minded and you know you there's a, a lot of handshake agreements you don't constantly feel like somebody's out to get somebody and you kind of have this whole family feel about it and <laughs> we take a lot of pride in that one of our guys told me one year goes and when you're in the ocean there's no such thing as an atheist he's like <laughs> you're pretty small out there you got you got like karma and stuff that follow you around so you can't you can't be a bad person or something's gonna eat you oh yeah so, I um, think about that all the time when I head out. Karma is a huge, yeah. huge oh, yeah. thing. Pick up a piece of trash or something. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> to level yeah. it back out. My little brother's terrible about it. He's the most superstition person. The guy, the gaff's got to say in a certain spot. You can't take the fighting belt out till so It's just like nuts. So. <laughs> I always say that, too. You can't wear the fighting belt. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Bad luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
so what else is there any anything else in the future of freeman that you would like to to share with the listeners i mean you know it's obviously we'll keep going as a company um it, it's it's been fun watching the industry grow uh you know the, the challenges of supply chain really looking forward to kind of getting that part behind us and and meeting those demands and, and getting the product going hopefully as this uh this fuel crisis i say crisis whatever this seven dollar a gallon fuel is not fun the market's just going crazy yeah right everything's going all over the place but on the flip side hey the the pendulum has swung a bit to the south florida market and the gulf guys were quiet for a while because fuel prices were low but you know there's a lot of oil money down there there's 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 a double side to that because the oil field was doing so bad down by us for so long because Mm -hmm. the the gas prices were so low but now you're seeing all these big oil companies hiring a bunch of people back so right and it's it's like a give and take you know there's got to be like a happy medium right right right, right. to a political conversation yeah right yeah exactly (laughs) it turns into it real quick right uh, for sure but (laughs) the gulf of mexico has been good to us and it's a it's a fun database a, a fun customer base and you know it's a different customer base and kind of speaking of the south florida guys is more the the ferrari guy and the um gulf guys more the f-350 kind of guy that is, uses it as a tool a lot more yeah. so then <laughs> you it, definitely get that vibe a lot more when you yeah. look at the boats right know, right no, no doubt about it for sure so we've uh, had a guy in florida that asked at one point i said would you give up fishing features for stereo absolutely put more <laughs> goodness gracious man <laughs> That's one thing that you see a lot over other boat builders. Um, you all, I rarely see Freeman ever do it, but some I feel like will put comfort over fishing because mm-hmm. there is always a there's, oh, yeah. a there's a point where you always have to bring that into it. Right, you, know, you got to keep Mama it. happy too. Cause there's, there's a lot of, <laughs> but a it lot. seems like Freeman always puts that fishing aspect first. Oh, right, and, right. And well, that's and, what we kind of did. So that's you know, the market right. that you guys try to yeah. For right, sure. right. And it falls in the proving grounds of it. If if you guys in the Gulf can't tear it up, then you know most of the other rest of them can't do it. So right. you know it's kind of how they build the Corvette. You run it on the racetrack, and then you add the heated seats later, kind of <laughs> deal. So you guys are like really popular along the East Coast, all through America. Mm-hmm. What about over the world? So we've got a little bit of a following overseas, and honestly, we we've talked about that as what's going to be the next frontier. You know, there's there's opportunities on the West Coast, which is starting to pick up. Those guys do a bunch of fishing there. Um, in the Northeast, we want to we want to kind of go up that way. We've have a a gentleman over in Abu Dhabi, which is a that was a cool buying experience too. I mean, it's the rest of the world. Like I mentioned, the fishermen are fishermen, no matter where they are on the planet. And uh, uh, he came to visit us and was yeah. You know, my little South Carolina self was kind of worried of what was I getting into. He's <laughs> one of the nicest guys in the absolute world. He really? cuts up with us. He um he's just a fisherman. He fishes over in the in the Gulf over there, and it's hot as Hades. I sympathize with him. It's like 130 degrees over there in the summer, but Holy super cow. duper duper cool. And you know, it realizes that kind of fishing brings the whole world together in that sense. But um, he's kind of getting us some traction over there, which is going to be fun. Um, is he like? He, has he already got the boat? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a 37 and's got a 43, and he knows I'm talking about him because I promise he listens to everything Freeman. So <laughs> I'll give her a shout, a shout out. But super duper cool guy. How long has he had him over there? Um, he had a 37, I think, three or four years ago, and then he just got a first. He got one of the first 43s, and he was, he wow. waited for it. And um, very very performance driven. So I get a text from him every day about tweaking props and everything else and just oh really fast. he's oh, like yeah. into like oh, the fast, the oh quick, yeah the, oh yeah, oh, yeah and they king mackerel fish over there and their their king mackerel looks very similar to ours but it's got stripes on it looks a little little different and i was yeah. picking on i was like you guys got a wahoo striped mackerel thing he goes 
He sent me pictures. Like, okay, never mind. Looks just like that. You're right. <laughs> Do so, they have like tournaments and stuff. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like huge, huh? Oh yeah, it's cool. Wow, wow. Um, I keep threatening. I want to go over and hang out, but that's a long plane ride. Yeah, it is. Like, that's like thirty hours. Yeah, it's a there, long, huh? long time. Man, that would be cool though. You could go fishing, watch a UFC fight or something. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, it's, yeah, super, super cool. But and you know, it's uh, we kind of get out of our comfort zone and, and go explore that because, like I said, it's the the industry as a whole is a bunch of good people and. Yeah, we want we want to keep going with it and kind of check the boxes as a company, and we're getting where we got some really really good people that are working here and opening up the possibilities of getting more comfortable with what we can do and what we can experience and working with the right vendors and getting everything. We just uh got to get them out of this hole of supply chain stuff. <laughs> I, I bet that's been tough, and I, that was another question I was going to ask you too. You know, with the supply chain and with uh, and I'm, I'm sure you guys need some help around here. I, I've seen posts in the mm -hmm. past and stuff. Is there any kind of uh, job opportunities that people you might want? People Absolutely, to know? anything that you're if you're an interested and having a passion for the industry obviously helps. Um, but you know, we 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 build a premium product and we want to have premium employees, and we understand that comes with we have premium wages and benefits and everything else. And so you know, if, if we've relocated a lot of people here and 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 done a lot of trying to retain employees and and make it fun, and, and we've talked more and more about how we want to grow that as a is when you work here and, and is getting with some of the the pro staff guys down of sending people down to venice that have been doing a great job and experiencing the boat more and uh you know is obviously the sales side we are on the boats all the time but you get guys that work their tails off here for years or two and never ridden in the boat and that's yeah, that's yeah. as enjoyable as delivering a boat you get I'd a guy love that, to take some of the guys yeah. that are like the hands-on guys sure, i'd sure, love sure. to take them fishing just to hear about it yeah oh yeah and they see the inside of the outs and they obviously see their work come together and that's you know rewarding of hey i've been busting my tail and get to see how this product is being used in the field and everything that's got to be an ultimate feeling of gratification whenever you build a big old hot mm -hmm. rod like that and get to look at it you know oh, and know yeah. how every step i mean i'm sure there's people at every step that mm -hmm. It's got to be really complicated, but you know that somebody told me before that uh, running a business is about creating a culture that people want to be a part of, right. and I feel like you know Freeman has done a really great job as far as like you know people have always talked about the Freeman family, mm -hmm. and there is some truth to that whenever it comes with you guys as clients. I you know I take people with Freeman's fishing all the time. There's definitely a a family that comes around to that, but also with the employees i can only imagine you know the camaraderie getting to build all these boats right, together yeah. it's gotta it's, be <laughs> it's fun and we do we are bad about getting buried in the weeds of trying to get get things done and everything and not picking up our head enough and looking around and saying hey look what we've done here this is really really cool look what you guys have built look what we have as a company of how far we've come and how much we've added and everything else and so we got we need we do need to celebrate that more we had a, a cookout today and um oh really yeah we, we cool. have a, a a new lady that's working with us and uh she grossly underestimated how much our guys can eat on the floor it's like <laughs> these guys work hard and they're hungry she's like yeah, well yeah. i got 50 hamburgers and i was like yeah that wasn't gonna be enough you just run out. <laughs> that's gotta be a task to try to feed everybody yeah it was it was it meant well she meant well so we'll give her we'll give her another chance at it Cool, cool. Well, is, man, I don't want to take a too much of your time. Is there, uh, is there anything else you want to say about? One uh, more thing. Yeah, Venice, and I haven't enough publicly announced this. I need to put it on our website. Um, Billy Wells and Kevin and all have, have offered to host kind of a, a re reunion. I don't know, birthday. We need to come up with some snazzy thing we're gonna go with. But August 28th and 29th is a Sunday and a Monday, so we're thinking we're gonna do that weekend. And just kind of a reunion and get down everyone that's in the area wants to bring their boat. If not, I know that there's going to be availabilities for the charters is come down, hang out. You know, it's going to be super laid back friendship, fellowship kind of, kind of deal. And, uh, 
we'll cool. obviously have one of every single boat there. I'm not sure if the little boat will be ready by then. Probably not, but we'll see. But definitely a 43, 47, 34, 37, 30. Yeah, I think that's right. There you go. <laughs> but have everything there and kind of get – it's always fun to hang out and hear other people's ideas and what, what's going on. So probably, you know, fish a couple of days, eat some fish, hang out. You know, That'll be cool. That. So Try to get some people down there down there in Venice and have like a Freeman – Yep, yep, yep. Freeman Festival, huh? There you go. That's the plan. <laughs> Hopefully it won't be insanely hot. And I know that's right at the edge of hurricane season, so if yeah, y'all can those keep those some, out of the those Gulf. <laughs> that might have been a, the, the, the date of Katrina. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Well, that's what Wells gave me. So I mean, maybe <laughs> no, but that that would be cool. And if you if you want to go inshore fishing, I know you and your son, man. I'd love yeah, to take you guys. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah he loves that stuff. He'll reel on anything. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks a lot, Scott. I really appreciate you showing me the facility, and uh, maybe we could do it again. Sure. Sometime. Yeah, doing a couple cool. more years. See how much more ground. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. Please give us a follow on Facebook or Instagram at Tunatown Talks. Also, if you'd like to book a charter with me, you can do so by visiting our website at mgfishing.com. That's Mexican Gulf website, where you'll find my online booking calendar with all my open dates. And remember, guys, always be safe while out on the water. Man.